Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Welcome to the Rocks Pile Podcast, part of Fan Sided Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Kevin Henry and Noah Yingling. And welcome into the Rocks Pile Rockies Report. I am Noah Yingling, one of the co experts of Rocks Pile. And as always, I am joined by my friend and fellow co expert, Kevin Henry, who is back in Colorado. Kevin, I how are am. you? I am. After a quick trip down to spring training, back and obviously missed quite a bit. Uh, you know, coming back here, the Chris Bryant signing, the Ryan McMahon extension. I know we're going to talk about that because I think that that is basically your future of the Colorado Rockies, right there. Well, and I, you know, it it had to happen because that, as Bud Black would say, that's baseball. That is the two the two busiest weeks that you had, and probably since the pandemic started are when the Rockies just decide to make every single move possible. Yep. And, <laughs> and I want to give a shout out to you because I know you held down the fort, even responded to some uh, Twitter trolls about uh, Ryan McMahon, not exactly being oh. a good baseball player. So well done. I, there's Twitter. There's hilarious things on Twitter. And then that just, uh, that was the dovetail of just That's like, beautiful. I hate of how absolutely funny this is like it's just absolutely hilarious and I, I, I don't even remember the guy's name um he writes for the score that yeah that hasn't been relevant in a while um and i that those are not my words check twitter um <laughs> so um he well he started off by saying that ryan uh, he, he didn't understand the ryan mcmahon extension which yep. Most people, uh, if you check Rocky's Twitter, it is not the, um, shall I say, the most uh, over-enthused group on the team. And it was universally praised. Yeah. Except for this guy. Uh, Michael Bradburn is his name. So he, well, he started off by saying that uh, 
quote, Ryan McMahon is a first baseman masquerading as a second slash third baseman who has posted an 87 weighted runs created plus over 452 career games. I ask again, what on earth are the Rockies doing? That, I mean, there's, there's so many things wrong with that. Yeah, I, I know. How do you even break that down? And again, there's not much that can bring Rockies Twitter together, but this did. And it was fascinating to watch everybody pile on this guy. So to describe the ratio, he has exactly zero retweets. He has nine likes. He has 29 quote tweets of people, including me, um, just absolutely destroying him. Like, okay, we get you don't watch the Rockies. Right. But as, as I said, quote, tell me you're clueless without telling me you're clueless. McMahon is yet to show he's the bat the Rockies desperately need. And that's true. I, he's at the beginning of last year, as we've discussed, he showed that he was the power bat, but then he regressed some, but the on-base percentage went up. But, and finishing the tweet, but A, he's not a first baseman. And B, he was the best defensive player in baseball in 2021, which if you look at the numbers, that is true. You look at UZR, if you look at defensive runs saved, a few other ones, he was the best defensive player in this sport. Yep. He's also not a first baseman. Now, this guy claimed, well, I saw him in Hartford and I liked him in Hartford and he was a first baseman. Yeah, but he played in Hartford in 2016. So you might want to, you know, update in the last six years. And the irony, you know, let's not forget that that McMahon was part of that incredible road trip that the Yard Goats had. Yeah. Where technically, I don't even think they played in Hartford. They were on the road the whole time. So, yeah, maybe maybe, he saw him in 2017 when he played like half of his game at first base. But who knows? So, but. If you look in 2021, do you want to guess how many innings he played at first base? I'm I, I'm pretty sure it's less than 10. It was exactly zero. There you go. Because if you remember in spring training, one of the questions we asked Bud Black was, hey, do you plan? uh, We played second base. Now Arnado's gone, so you plan on playing him at third. Do you plan on playing him at first as well? And he said, no, I don't want him doing any more than two positions. What did he do? Not play him at more than two positions. Yep. Not, so he did not play at first base at all in 2021. So he said, a, a guy replied to him and said, it tagged Ryan McMahon in it. And <laughs> the guy, the, the original guy who said this said, quote tweeted him and said, I'm really and truly, uh, really and truly all for getting roasted on the internet by a fan base who happens to like their player more than I do. But man, tagging the athlete is such bullshit. The amount of losers, losers, keyword, in my mentions right now is staggering. So, uh, <laughs> um, tagging the athlete, uh, essentially he's, he's not wanting to get pushback. And then losers. So, I also said, but you're a, quote, loser when you point out a factually incorrect piece of information, not a first baseman, and for having a different opinion than him. And he was not happy about that, Um, (laughs) which, like I said, and you saw this too, losers, ending with an S, 
That implies plural, correct? It does. Okay. It's true. So it have been loser apostrophe yes, you know, in Rocky's lingo. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, okay, that's losers. And he said, and of course I have to find this tweet of where it well, maybe he actually deleted the tweet. It looks like he it looks like he might have. Uh, that that's a shame. The original um, tweet. Let's see. Um he said. Well, he he said about the what it was is he questioned our quote reading comprehension, ah. and obviously if you don't understand, well, he was saying that he was commenting to the guy who said that uh, that tagged Ryan McMahon. Okay, um, this guy is a loser, but he said losers, so apparently his. He, he was projecting his reading comprehension skills. Um, not very good. Um, if you if you are a professional writer, full-time writer, and you don't know the difference between loser and losers. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, he, he, yeah. He deleted I mean, the he he deleted the reading comprehension tweet. I find that well, hilarious. <laughs> I'm looking at this live as we're recording this. He deleted that tweet. Yeah, because... It tells you right there you lost. Um, well, and, and to me, it's been really interesting because there's he doubled and tripled down on yeah. his inaccurate statement so many times. And again, I understand that not everybody sees Ryan McMahon play. I understand not everybody watches the Rockies on a consistent basis. I get that. But, you know, it's also not hard to search his stats and position yeah. breakdown. You know, it's really not. Yeah. And there was, there were so many things with him. And like, it's just absolutely mind boggling of like, okay, you, you don't, you can admit that you were wrong or yeah. So yeah. Tweet was deleted by the author. <laughs> oh God. So good. Yeah. So yeah, I, I quote tweeted in the now deleted tweet saying, quote, the amount of losers, end quote, means more than one. Maybe your, quote, reading comprehension, end quote, and typing comprehension isn't so great. <laughs> you know, it, it's fantastic, to be honest with you. It absolutely is. OK, let, let's let's pivot away from this guy and, and let's talk about the McMahon deal, uh, because I absolutely Before we do, though, I have to say that. Yeah. This guy thinks that also this might be the two of the best things. Quote, I'm hugely team don't tank. So, okay, if your team don't tank, let's get rid of your second best player, your best player returning to the team and non-tender him. Because he said, uh, no, he, he needs to be non-tendered. A long-term extension for a, quote, non-tender candidate isn't especially smart. So he wanted to non-tender him. So uh, this is how you're saying double and tripling down. And then he said, well, we said he was nearly an all-star, which he was, and being talked about for the home run derby, which was true. We interviewed him about that and other outlets picked it up as well. Um, so he said, quote, be sure to put these almost on the mantle besides your 2007 World Series participant trophy. One, they were in the National League champions. That's nothing to scoff at. And yeah. two, as I said, quote, 
Last I checked, neither me nor any of the Rocks Pile staff participated on the 2007 Rockies. We are paid to evaluate the team. McMahon is a borderline all-star. Just because you've lost the battle with reading comprehension and talent evaluation doesn't mean we have to as well. Maybe I was a little bit too harsh on the guy, but you he know. was being an idiot. And in my defense, I was nine years old. I mean, you were old enough to play on the team. Uh, yes. I was nine years old, so. <laughs> yeah, the, it, it just goes to show that that sometimes a day spent on Twitter is is wasted on so many levels. Yeah. But uh, now uh, people wonder why we don't tweet a ton. <laughs> exactly, this is the reason right here. Trust me. I do oh, have to say though, it was fun to do that. It was yeah, really and, fun. And and again, seeing Rocky's Twitter come to Rymax defense is a beautiful thing. And. It was a smart move by the Rockies to do this. Uh, I I understand that Rymax defense has outpaced his offense, and that there are moments that Rymac will slump. Rymac will have issues at the plate. I get that, but the Rockies are banking on that those to be less and less moving forward. And I think you have to have a couple of faces of the franchise, and the Rockies now have that with Rymac and Chris Bryant. Two guys that, let's be honest here, they can build a franchise around and yep. they can say these are our guys. They can use them in their marketing materials. They can use them in their promos, everything else. And they know that they're going to get not only two really good players, but they're also going to get guys who could be the face of them and they're going to be recognized around, the, around Major League Baseball as well. Now, for me personally, I'm a little bit more down on the Chris Bryant signing than most Rockies fans for a reason. Part of it is part of it is in the last two years, I've kind of been a pessimist on a lot of things, but as we've discussed recently on the podcast, but um, seven years, one eighty two. that's a bit steep, but they needed a bat. They do know him, but, oh, and he's also versatile, which is a plus, but the projections for him, going forward are not great. I mean, he, he's been an all-star the past few years, but is he the MVP level that he was in 2016? No, he's not. Um, he's been injured too. So being at altitude, could that hurt him? N- no pun intended. It could. Yeah. Um, not to mention you have like the Phillies. They signed... Castellanos and Schwarber now granted for shorter a shorter amount of time in years but they signed both of them for a combined 179 Mm -hmm. and the Rockies got Bryant for 182 and that goes to my point of and I had this in an article recently as well of okay Bryant is not replacing Trevor Story at shortstop because he's not playing shortstop and he's not as good as him defensively anywhere. And are the Rockies. Okay. You, you let's say you replace them in the lineup, which when both of them are healthy, they're, they're roughly comparable. You, so you're essentially, you have your lineup that you had last year. That lineup was awful. Right. Chris Bryan is not going to win you a World Series. He's not going to get you to the playoffs. You so okay. You you, you replace Story in the uh, in the lineup. 
you now have a DH as well. You have so many other question marks offensively of, okay, is, is McMahon going to step up? It, can Charlie Blackman hit for power again? Or is he your leadoff guy? Is Connor Joe, can he do it for a full season? Can Rymel Tapia not pound the ball into the ground? Can Brendan Rodgers stay healthy? Is Jose Iglesias, is he going to be Rymel Tapia at the plate and the worst defensive player in the sport defensively? Uh, can Elias Diaz do it for an entire season? Can CJ Crone post a 130 OPS plus again? You have question, uh, can Sam Hilliard, can he hit above 220 and have an on-base percentage above 300? Can Garrett Hampson, is, is it the same thing with him? You have so many question marks on the team still where a team like the Dodgers, okay, really every team has question marks, but the Dodgers are a more proven team. The Padres, granted, they haven't done much this offseason, and Fernando Tetis Jr. is an idiot, but they're, talent-wise, they've shown more. Uh, the Diamondbacks are not going to be as bad. The Giants are not going to win 106, 107 games again, but are they worse than the Rockies? No, they're not. So you're looking at a fourth-place team at best still. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And we're going to talk more about that right after the break here on the Rocks File, Rockies Report. Kevin Henry back alongside Noah Yangling here on the Rocks Power Rockies Report. Right before we went to break, Noah had a very uh, impassioned reason and with a lot of questions about the Rockies being a fourth-place team. Uh, one thing that you mentioned was about the Phillies signing Schwarber and Castellanos for basically the same amount of money that they did Bryant. Uh, I thought that was very interesting. I will admit that. Uh, and granted, shorter terms, all that good stuff. I would still wager with you that the Rockies will not would not have been a playoff team this year, even with Schwarber and Castellanos instead of Bryant, because of all the things that you just listed. There's, yeah. you know, we've talked numerous times. There's way too many questions. There's way too many holes to fill in this team. And you can't just plug and play when you when you lose a Trevor story. And I'm also going to say a John Gray. Yeah. I'm still going. I'm still going. You know, that gets overlooked a lot whenever we're talking about this rotation. And speaking and, of which, let's go into that for a few seconds. Okay. There's some people saying with Chad Cool, okay, he's replacing Chi Chi Gonzalez. Not right away. Right, right now, he's replacing John Gray. The Rockies are hoping he will replace Chichi Gonzalez in two to three months. Agreed. And and I think absolutely you've got Freeland, you've got Marquez, you've got Senza, you've got Gomber. You've got you know your four guys. Yeah. But last year, whenever you really look at it, you know, yes, Chichi filled in some. There was some Feltner in there, but there were a lot of injuries. We get back to that again this year. What happens if a Marquez, a Freeland, God forbid, have any kind of injury that keeps him out for any length of time? You know, then you are looking at who is going to be that guy to step in. And honestly, Rawlson and Lambert are two guys that they didn't have the advantage of really using last year. Yeah. We don't know what either one of them are going to bring. We've seen Lambert in bits and pieces before his Tommy John surgery. We have seen Rollison and what he can do in the minors, but not at the major league level. So I think that there's a lot of pieces that they still have to replace or holes that they have to fill. And as we've said time and time again, this is a bridge season. 
Iglesias is not your long-term answer at shortstop. No. I don't, you know, we are looking at, I'm sorry, Rockies fans, the last days of Charlie Blackman in a Rockies uniform. Then there will be a question about what happens in right field. CJ Crone was signed to a shorter deal so that they can have room for the next generation at first base. Yeah. You know, and, and I am still extremely curious with what happens with Montero this year and what they try to do with him, who will, I believe, be the biggest piece of the Arenado trade to, at, whenever it's all said and done. Yeah, what do you do in center field? What do you do with Connor Joe, Tapia, Hampson, Hilliard? You're absolutely yeah. right. So whether you sign Schwarber and, and Castellanos or not versus Bryant, there's still holes there. Yeah. There, and, and there were going to be. And the thing is, okay, if, if player X reaches his potential, you look compare in comparison to the Dodgers. Essentially, okay, if player uh, – we'll, we'll say Garrett Hampson. Okay, if he reaches his potential, if he can hit 280 with a 350 on base percentage and be a super utility guy who will, if he plays every day, can steal you 30, 40 bases. Okay. Sam Hilliard. Okay, he can hit you 40 homers. And he can hit 260 with a 330 on base. The thing is, those ceilings, okay, if they hit the ceilings, that's fine. But what's their what's their floors? Right. Agreed. You look at the Dodgers. Okay. Freddie Freeman, his floor is probably 25 homers and 90 RBI as long as he's healthy. Max Muncy, probably 30 homers, 90 RBI. Will Smith, probably 20, 25 homers and 70 RBI. Cody Bellinger, his basement was lower in 2021, but is he really going to be that bad? We don't know, but... You have Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts played in 122 games, and he still had an OPS, and, and he was injured too, had an OPS of 854. Who do the Rockies have to, okay, Mookie Betts is injured, so we can have Freddie Freeman step up. We can have Muncie step up. We can have who else step up. The Rockies had one player with an uh, OPS plus higher than Mookie Betts in 2021. And that was CJ Crown. Yep. And, and here's the thing. I think that Rockies fans, and this is going to be sacrilegious. I think we've got to stop comparing rosters with, with the Dodgers. Yeah. I mean, at least at this moment, because you're not going to beat the Dodgers on paper with this roster. You're no, not, not even close. You, you've got to catch the Padres. You've got to make sure yeah. you stay ahead of the diamondbacks. You've got to see if the giants could possibly be in striking distance with some of the questions that they've got this year. You know, but but I think it's more realistic to look at how does the, how does the Rockies line up with the Padres right now than yeah. it is the Rockies line up with the Dodgers. And I, do the Rockies have a better chance of getting in the postseason, even with the team they've got right now? Yes. Why? Because there's an extra playoff spot. Right. In 2021, that in the National League, that playoff spot would have gone to the Cincinnati Red Legs, and they won 83 games. So. If the Rockies, if the Rockies play like they did in the final two thirds of the season, when when they went fifty five and fifty three, the Rockies will be buyers at the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. But they can't start out the season going nineteen and thirty five. 
That's the well, problem. And and here's the thing I think that that you know a lot of attention goes to Chris Bryant and it, and it should. That's their yeah. big signing. But I do believe that Colome is going to be an interesting yeah. person to watch at the end of the bullpen as well. If he can really be a lockdown guy, the way that Greg Holland was, the way that Wade Davis was in those postseason years, yeah, then absolutely. I think that there's a much better chance, as you said, of them getting that extra playoff spot. You know, and and that's not looking at things through purple colored glasses. That's looking at if, if realistically, you, realistically. Yeah. If, if if the rotation stays healthy and yeah. if Colome can come in and be the guy at the back end of the bullpen that they've needed, a- absolutely. I think it's possible. I absolutely do. If Estevez pitches as he did, if Robert Stevenson pitches to a two ERA in the final two months of the year or does that for the full year, um, if Shasin pitches to a three and a half, like he did in the final two, three months, if Lucas Gilbreth yep. has a yep. two ERA from for the instead of three months of the year for the entire year, you you have a actually pretty decent bullpen. But and on the rotation point, obviously nobody did in 2020. But can you tell me how many Rockies starters? made 30 or more starts in 2019 and 2021 combined. Oh, oh boy. Uh, combined? Yes. Ugh. 30 or more. Five. Yep. Lower. Uh, tell me. One. Really? Armand Marquez, 2021. 32 starts. Okay. That's it. 2019, they did not have a single starter make more than 28 starts. Herman Marquez again. And and he's been a workhorse. He absolutely has been. And and that's where And that's I, the thing. In 2020, he he led the majors in starts, but with the pandemic shortened season, right. he only made 13. But look at the 2018 team. Freeland, 33 starts. Marquez, 33 starts. Tyler Anderson, 32 starts. John Gray, 31 starts. And that was even when he was sent down to AAA. Still yep. had 31 starts in the majors. Um, Chad Bettis still made 20 starts. Now, obviously, it's not 30, but still, they, they had five guys with more than 20 starts. Look at uh, 2017. They didn't have anybody make 30 starts, but th- uh, three of the uh, primary starters made more than 30 appearances. Because if you remember in 2017, Kyle Freeland was a reliever for five games. Tyler Chatwood was a reliever for eight games. Antonio Sensatella was a reliever for half of the season. Those three made 28, 25, and 20 starts, but they made 33, 33, and 36 appearances. It's a great point. It is. So if you're having them pitch a combined, if you have, if you have your top five pitchers combining to pitch in 150 games, then you're pretty much well on your way because they have the talent to, uh, are they the best rotation in baseball? No, but for Colorado, they have a decent enough rotation where as long as they get some decent offense and a bullpen that doesn't blow 30 saves, right? you're talking about a playoff team. That's but 
again, you're talking a lot of questions. Oh, there, there's a lot of ifs in, in all. And there, of yeah, and there is for every team. The Dodgers have, uh, they have 60 players seemingly on their 40 man roster somehow. And there's a question with every single one of them. But as I mentioned a few minutes ago, their, their floors are so much higher than the Rockies players floors. Sure. The, half of the Rockies players floors are being in Albuquerque for the Rocky uh, for the, for the Dodgers players floors. It's, Oh, I'm in the final vote for the all-star game instead of being on the all-star team. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and I think that's where we have to look at. Take the Dodgers out of the equation. And, and I think that you've got to look at, will it be a successful year? If Colorado actually earns that last postseason spot, no matter who they face in the postseason, no matter how that goes, I think that you term that a success. Yes, absolutely. And I and I think that absolutely. Then you go, okay. How do you build on that for next year? Knowing Tovar's a year closer, Veen's a year closer, Romo's a year closer. All this stuff. Yeah. You know, I and I think that can the Rockies tread water enough for the cavalry to come in. Because, you know, that's, that is what we're talking about with this bridge. Yeah. But and it's a lot. The thing with, uh, and I want to get your opinion on this. When, before the Rockies signed um, Chris Bryant, they, uh, with Pakota at least, they were predicted to be the worst team in baseball. Uh, what? No, it was definitely the worst team in the National League. Uh, I believe Oakland and um, Baltimore, because Baltimore stinks. Baltimore, their 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 second starter is Jordan, Jordan Lyles. I mean, that tells you all I need to know right there. Yep. Um, but the Rockies were projected to have a total of sixty five and a half wins. Now that they have signed Chris Bryant, is it's it is at sixty six point nine. Now, I'm not going to tell people how to gamble, but if you if you want to gamble, you can check out our sponsor, WinBet. I don't know what the exact number is. I do know it's higher than what Pakota has them at, but Pakota has them at 66.9 wins right now. For me, massive over on that. I, I would hit the over so hard on that because the Rockies, the starting pitching staff, even if they each have 25 starts, are not a 67 win team. No, I agree. I, I think I think if they hit that this year, I mean, if that's where the number is at, a lot went wrong. A yeah. lot went wrong for this team. And and then they will come with pitchforks and torches at 20th and Blake. I yeah. mean, there's no doubt about it. But and I, now I, with I, the I, Bryant signing, though, they're not the worst team in the NL. No. That belongs to the Pittsburgh Pirates, who are perennially awful. And they have one of the lowest payrolls in the sport, which that's another topic for another oh. day, but their payrolls beyond atrocious. But, Bob Nutting needs to sell the team. It's, it's mind bogglingly bad, but we've talked in this podcast, how that they are the fourth place team in the NL West. Yeah. That implies there's a fifth place team. So I, I, I will say, sorry, folks in Phoenix, they're better than the diamondbacks. Yeah. They absolutely are. They have the Dakota has the Diamondbacks right now at seventy three and eighty nine. Yeah, and and I think that's about right. I think the Rockies are above that. Yeah, you know we haven't done our predictions. I haven't looked at all that, but I I can tell you I think they're better than that. Now, 
to go further in on Pakoda real quick, they have one team in the National League Central being over 500. That's a bunch of bullshit, I can tell you right now. Granted, the Cubs, they, they made a ton of bullpen moves. They signed Stroman, but they haven't done much else. Um, they're not going to be a playoff team. Pittsburgh stinks. Cincinnati stinks. But they have the Cardinals at 80 and 82. What a scam. I mean, I, I, well, what? <laughs> and, and that's, and that, in my mind, uh, there's honestly so much that is an asterisk with, with Pakoda. There absolutely yeah. is. Because I will tell you, count on it, bank on it, whatever you want. At the end of the season, it will be the Brewers and the Cardinals battling for the yeah. Central. And they will both be well above 500 doing it. In the East, they have Atlanta at 92, Mets at 91, Philadelphia at 86, Marlins at 78, Nationals at 71. Now, even in this, I think this, this next one might be the biggest scam. The NL West, uh, outside of the Rockies. Giants, they won 107 games. Now they're predicted to go 78 and 84. Yeah. Will yeah. they regress? Absolutely. They lost Buster Posey. They replaced him with Jock Peterson. That's, that's not an upgrade. Did they play over their skis last year? Yes. Are they a 78-win team? No. No. There'll be there's a big gap there in the middle. They'll be somewhere in that 70, between 78 and 107. They'll be somewhere in between. Big Absolutely. gap. But if, if San Francisco isn't a 500 team this year, I think that will be another stunner on a lot of levels for yeah. sure. Yeah. You know, and there's, there's a million things to catch up on. And certainly we're going to be doing a lot of writing at Rock's Pile uh, as the season opener gets, gets ever closer. April 8th at Coors Field against those Los Angeles Dodgers. You know, and, and what Noah, one thing just to touch on real quick, because um, we started talking about it and then let's keep moving. Um, one of the biggest things I think is that if Bryant and McMahon both start off hot at the plate, which is an if as well, but if they both do and are really that heart of the lineup along with Crone, you know, uh, Blackman, you know, how everybody lays it out, I'm going to be real curious to see at the end of that first series with the Dodgers what kind of reaction the fan base has to, okay, those were good signings or not. Yeah. Cause we're a reactionary society and yeah. we know those first three games against the Dodgers, tough opener at home. How will they, not fare? to mention you have a tough closer. You're facing the Dodgers six times in a row out in LA. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and, and let's not forget, you know, again, quick trip to Texas, then they're back home. You know, they've got quite a stretch at home to start the season, you know, and, and looking back home wasn't the best for them last year. Yeah. I mean, it was a lot better than the road, <laughs> but they also didn't exactly, you know, other than the walk-offs, it was tough at times. So now one last thing before we get out of here, cause I know we yep. have to get going is uh, Ryan Rollison. What do you, what is your opinion on him possibly being a long reliever for the team? I'm going to be very, very interesting. Uh, if that's the only way that Ryan Rawlson makes the opening day 28-man roster, I, I think that something's gone wrong. Yes. I'm, I'm just going to say that. I, I think that while Buddy will never say he's got six starters, and I understand that they've got an off day after the Texas series that they can then restart, 
It's also something that they've got those 28 guys all the way through the month of April. And they're coming up on a long homestand after the Texas series. Yeah. I think Rawlson makes a start in there. If, if I were a betting man right now, I would say that he makes a start. In yeah. There. And that's the thing with me. If, if he's a long reliever, that's a bunch of bull. That, that, that's ridiculous. He either needs to be making starts in the majors or starts in the minors. Yep. He shouldn't be sitting out in the bullpen waiting to throw two, three innings every third day. Yeah. That's ridiculous. With the 28-man roster, that's got to be Ashton Goodo. Yeah. That, that's got to be, you know, or Chassin if you want to push him up into yeah. that. Room. Or even Ty Block. Absolutely. Want to get another lefty in there? Okay. Absolutely. So. And Block has minor league options. If they want to send Ben Bowden down to the minors uh, to get some more seasoning, as our friend Thomas Harding likes to say, um, and then you want to bring Block up so you have a second lefty with Gilbreth, okay. But Ryan Rollison in the bullpen, no, it, it, no, it's he needs to be a starter, or it, this won't happen. But the only other way is okay. He's our closer, which shouldn't happen. No, they've got so many options in the back, but but yeah, that that's the thing. Okay, if you aren't going to start him in the majors, he needs to be in Albuquerque. Agreed. Well, lots to still figure out in spring training. Obviously, the next time we talk, we will be ever closer to opening day, ever closer to seeing what that opening day roster, 28 man, will look like. Uh, Noah and I will be writing things along with our great team at rockspile.com every day. Make sure you check that out. Uh, Noah, lots more to see, my friend. Lots more questions, but at least we know. Uh, at, you know, I think we could kind of look at right now and go, these are going to be the guys who are plugged in at – well, let's say seven of the nine positions. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. yeah. I would say so. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. don't forget to, to check out called the pen. Uh, Kevin and I in general, uh, th- we're recording this on the 23rd of March. We've combined to have 70 articles just between the two of us on call of the pen. So we've got plenty of stuff over there as well. Lots of stuff over there. Call of the pen where we're talking about everything, you know, along with the Rockies, those 29 other teams as well. No, as always, my friend, thanks for the time, man. Appreciate it. Yep. And thanks to all of you for listening. We always appreciate uh, your time. Make sure you're uh, giving us some likes. If you like this, uh, you know, some ratings, we would appreciate that. Tell your friends about the Rocks Power Rockies Report as well. But for now, it's Kevin Henry signing off with my good friend and colleague, Noah Yingling. And as always, go Rockies. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.